Welcome, welcome to T25 Sealed Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio, United We Stand is the name of my show. I'm your host, Galaxy Chief Andre Ward. It's Saturday, November 9th, 2019. The time is currently 10 a.m. here on the West Coast. Let's go over some temperatures throughout the world. 51 degrees here in Oakland, 70 in our sister city, Los Angeles, 55 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 38 in New York, 45 in London, England. 84 in our sister city, Lagos, Nigeria, and 68 in Nairobi, Kenya. Let's give a little promo. So those of you who don't know who we are, you can get a little bit of background on us. T25 Seal Entertainment is your platform for digital entertainment. Please listen to our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week radio show featuring jazz, R&B, blues, international, hip-hop, and gospel music. Check out the many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have four radio talk shows. On Monday, we have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Murphy. And returning soon will be the Mothership with Dr. Ninana Kwaku. Matter of fact, he will be on Tuesday night. On Wednesday, we have the Star United We Stand, Roslyn George Mills in Roslyn's Corner. And on Saturdays, my show, United We Stand with yours truly. Check our website for times and login information for each show. We here at Galaxy Talk Radio are not professional broadcasters. We offer a platform for independent artists, filmmakers, and writers to advertise what they do and also for the listening audience to call in and meet our artists as well as expressing themselves on what is going on in the world. As you know, my show, United We Stand, was named after our film, United We Stand, but the intent was to bring attention to the black economy on a global basis. Our intent is to reach across America and across the globe to build a universal economy and to make new trading partners abroad. As I have said before, our spending capacity here in the United States is $1.3 trillion annually, which would be the equivalent to the seventh greatest economy in the world. The problem is the circulation of our wealth in our communities and with other Black-owned businesses in the United States and Black-owned Black corporate crime. When dollars are not recirculated and invested into the community, we have business failures and massive unemployment as we do today. Please visit our website at www.t25co.com. Listen to the free 30-second clip of our music artists such as Charles Small, Brenda Lee Egger, Mark Allen Felton, and Mark just lost his father this week too. Rosalind Jordan Mills, Ranzel Merritt, Myron Edwards, Hunk Browning, Cartier Jones, and Mr. Gates, Kimba, Young Bobby, and Lexi, Wally Taylor, Chet Willis, and uh, Cleveland Jones, and the Five Tempting Men, and Leroy Wainwright. Check out the Kale Choice trailer and rent the film. And also commencing in January 2020, United We Stand will be available on numerous global platforms. More on that in December. For those of you listening in on our website, if you want to call in and ask questions or make comment, call 605-562-0444, and our show code is 139283. Or log in by our website, and you can view the broadcast on your computer. This is Open Forum Saturday, and let's go over what's happening in the news, and you can bring up anything you want as well. Uh, let's see. Let's go over some local stuff, some nice stuff first before we get into the raunchy stuff. Um, the San Francisco Warriors lost again. What's up with these guys? Everybody is hurt. 
is what's going to happen to this team. Will they rebuild their old form? Oakland Raiders have won twice in five days. Will they make the playoffs? San Francisco 49ers, 8-0, will play on Monday night. It's going to be a great game against Seattle. Okay, here's something interesting, and this is what's on the board. There's supposedly going to be a 17 and a half percent national sales tax beginning in January, and no more federal and state income taxes will be taken out of your paychecks, and no more tax returns and all of that stuff. So, how do you feel about a 17 and a half uh, sales tax on everything you purchase, with the exception of food and medicine? So you can talk about it if you want to. And also, if you had all the money you needed at your disposal, how would you clean up the homeless problem? And of course, we see people living in tents and all this stuff and living on the streets. And we keep hearing how nasty San Francisco is and with drug needles and stuff on the streets. And even Trump is saying uh, San Francisco is a filthy, filthy place. But how would you even go about even attacking an issue like that, even if you um, had the money. Um, also, speaking on Trump, uh, you keep hearing about all this stuff about the impeachment and all this stuff. But I have a question. I'd love for somebody to answer this. If Trump is impeached in Congress, but not in the Senate, and he runs and wins for president, will he be unimpeached if he is the 46th president? And so if anybody has to answer that question, let me know. All right, let's go to some of the stuff that the Intel providers are saying. Intel providers are saying world banking system is on a global, uh, on the gold uh, trading system. That means that uh, 209 currencies throughout the world are now gold backed, even though there has not been any public announcements about it. Judy Byington reports that the U.S. military began transmitting an emergency action message in EAM over the global high-frequency radio system, indicating that a big event had begun. So what is this big event that has begun in the world? This signal has been sent out all over the world. Um, also, Intel providers are saying that banks began migrating foreign currencies to the front screens of the banks. And this is what we were hearing um, as late as last night, that uh, these rates on currencies are moving to the front screens. Now the tellers can see them. And so theoretically, these uh, rates are on the, on the front screens of the banks, and there could be some type of a hold on them or whatever. So if anybody has some information on that, um, let us know. Um, also, uh, Intel providers say that the GCR redemptions are scheduled to begin on Tuesday, November 12th, with 800 numbers coming out on Monday. So if you have information on that, let us know too. For those of you that in global currencies, holy shit, making noise. For those of you invested in global currencies, please provide yourself over the weekend, uh, prepare yourself over the weekend, and be extremely security-minded. And we can talk about that during the show and what that means to get uh, prepared. And um, so just get ready in accordance to what is being said. 
Deutsche Bank has filed for bankruptcy. Is this just like you and I uh, filing for bankruptcy, or is there something really, really, really uh, serious behind this? What implications are there if Deutsche Bank, which is one of the largest, if not the largest bank in the world, if Deutsche Bank goes under what to the rest of the world? And also the Black family in America. I know we've talked about it before. What is happening with the Black family in America? Why is the Black family imploding like it is today, inclusive of my own family? Why are people tripping these days? And why are these issues happening? Brothers and sisters not getting along. And um, it's just I'm hearing more and more and more about these issues in the Black family. All right, let's go to the board. Let me bring on my uh, co-host here. Let's hope that she's in a, a good mood. I've never seen her in a good mood, but she is the hurricane. She is the voice. The world is getting ready to rumble and shake and rattle and roll. Let's bring on to T25CL Entertainment, United We Stand, my dear friend, Gina Mudbone Jackson. What's happening? Nothing. What's up? Man, What's a, going on? What you want me to speak on? You want to speak on? I'm speak on the black family first. Go ahead. That's just historic. <laughs> That's just historic. It's not gonna change. It's not gonna change. Everywhere we go, Lynch system still still lives. Hmm. The Willie's Lynch it's not gonna change. still alive. Yeah. Pardon me. What can we do to improve it, if anything at all? You know what? I've um I, I haven't given up. I just don't. I just remove myself. You know, it's not my issue. You're dealing with people that sometimes are mentally ill, and they don't know they're ill. And you're talking to a brick wall sometimes, and you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? And for me, I've asked myself, is it worth it several times? And the answer is no. I'll just keep you in prayer. That's all I can do. You know, so that's, that's how that works for me as of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black family. Um, it's just been a mess for a long time. Yeah, and it's a and I'm not looking for solutions to. Fi- I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not looking for solutions to fix it. Yeah. I, I got to go on with what I got to go on, and with the healthy people that are, that are surrounded around me in my family. Um, I've kind of washed my hands with that topic, uh, and you know that, Dre. My stuff goes way back. So yeah. I just noticed that my son drank all my milk. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the, speaking of family, didn't even tell me to replace it. See, yeah, anyway, yeah, you can't oh. replace it. It's just it's forces to the point that we may have to even separate away from the families, and it's just a shame to say. But you know, I have my frustrations with family right now, so I'm kind of releasing some of my own frustrations as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I I have issues too, but you know, the only thing I'm doing right now because some of the ones that are involved in the issues they're young so they can still listen and hear but you know me personally when you're spiritually sick no one can no one can get past your um earwaves they it, it sounds like you're going wah, wah, wah. they don't understand what you're talking about because they're spiritually ill and when there's disease involved drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. you're super sick you can't hear anything you hear your own god yeah. and that's yourself so there's no solution for that they have to get through their own stuff Right. That's why you say it's not yours. Yep. Wash your hands with it. Yep, I know. That's my take. 
It's a sad thing to say, but it is. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Adrian. She's got a hand up. Adrian, are you there? Yes, I am. Greetings so, to you and happy Saturday to you. <laughs> thank you. Same to you all. And you too, Gina. Oh, and welcome to United We Stand. It's great to have you on the show. Okay. So listen, um, I was just wanting to chime in on the family issue and just wanted to see what your thoughts and feelings were. If it's if you see somebody that is like suicidal and you you keep pointing them in the direction of help, but yet they won't go to it. They just want to act out and, you know, and they're a grown adult. And you see them with the possibility of death hovering over them. You know, do you walk away, whether it's a family member or even a friend? I mean, whatever. Do you do you feel like you walk away? Well, it just because depends what your relationship it. is with that person and what what is the situation. Is it alcohol? Is it drugs? Is it mental health? And what it, you know, is it a brother or sister? Is it a distant cousin? Whatever the situation. Well, well, this one particular situation that I'm thinking of is mental health, mental illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, situations like that, you know, they got to get some outside help. If it's some verifiable, certifiable uh, mental illness, you know, you just, you know, you can have your preparatory discussions, but you're going to have to uh, seek. Uh, some professional help. They may be, even be institutionalized if necessary, but it just depends on the degree of the problem. Yeah. You can put them under a suicide watch. Yeah. But you know what? Like Andre said, they're going to have to have the mental, the um, the help to not, you know, not pursue that route of checking out off the planet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's even with this uh, homeless. And that's what I'm talking about when I say spiritually ill. They can't hear. Yeah, they don't hear what you're saying. So you can talk, you can talk, you can talk until you turn into a unicorn, and they see mm -hmm. visibly see a unicorn. They're still not gonna hear you. Yeah, because they're spiritually they're spiritually ill. Yeah, Yeah. some cousins that are just gone, but they're gone because of drugs. You know, getting a hold of some of that bad stuff and it fried their brains. But you know what? Um, excuse me. Um, right there that that fried their brain. Are, are they older than you by chance? No. Mm -mm. Okay, because you know some of that problem right there is the reason why there's huts out in the street. Right. Yeah. Some of those people are incapable of going to work and sustaining themselves and enduring hard times. Those are the ones that decided to fry their brains and go out there and talk to poles while they live in tents on, under the freeway and harass people that are not insane. Yeah. Yeah. Raise, 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 bring that tidbit in and segue yeah. into. I don't. Um, me personally, I don't. Let me shut up. I'm, I'll let you talk about the whole situation. And then yeah. before, before you move on from this subject, um, just on a lighter note, just generally speaking, you know, just really trying to find. Um, people to surround myself with that are positive, you know, on a higher level of positivity, you know, and just making a decision not to deal with negativity because I am constantly trying to protect my own mental health. And so, you know, while some people may feel like, oh, you know, you're selfish and you're this and you're that because, you know, you just kind of walk away. Well, my walking away is my self-preservation of myself. So I don't know. 
that's well, yeah, and that's well, an important point too. And and even like with one of our other subject matters with the currencies and and people that have invested in that, and once this event happens, uh, it's going to be a very lonely world because you can't really uh, freely go out and discuss certain things. You can't flaunt things. You know, you you know, I was told last night by people up in the uh, higher security areas that when this thing goes down, if people need to relocate, you need to get out into an area who has what you have. You know, you just can't go out here and buy a Lamborghini and park it out on 98 and East 14 and then get out and start walking around and flashing. And so it's security is going to be an issue and it's going to be a lonely environment because you really can't get out here and, and talk about things and stuff. So it's you're going to have to be very, very, very uh, careful with it because the new life that you're going to be getting into um, uh, with this situation. And so you're just going to be very mindful. We'll be having some uh, private discussions with this matter um, very, very soon. All right, let me go to the board here. Uh, 290, state your name and whatever you want to talk about. 290. Come on, man. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah. Come on now, open up. Open got up. some he- got some heavy breathing on the phone. You might want to make that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shoot. What happened? Something must be wrong with this phone. <laughs> All right, I'll come back to you in a minute. Okay, let's go to RW. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? Oh, I'm hanging in there, bro. How you doing? Oh, we cool. Happy birthday. Can you hear me? Yeah, happy birthday, man. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. man, I just, sisters are saying it all, man. That's, uh, you know, they you know, they, they own it. I mean, hey, that's what, how I deal with the situation, too. I mean, it's, <sighs> I ain't going to give up, but, you know, hey. Like I say, man, uh, self-preservation is a is a law of nature. You have to take care of yourself, your your sanity, you know, or you you be in the same situation, you know. So that's how I look at life, you know. You know so, and uh, I'm down here with my grandkids, my daughter, my my son is down here now, man, and in Georgia and. I've retired, and hey, that's my happiness, you know what I mean? And you got to find your happiness, man, in, in peace within yourself, because hey, you, know, you don't know when the you know, good Lord going to call you home. So uh, that's All my right, look on it, man. Well, we you think know. about staying alive, you know, because <laughs> at our ages nowadays, you know, we're ready to move on to the good life and do the better things. You know, we've been struggling and suffering too long. It's time to get to the good uh, life. I understand you know? that. I understand, but hey, you know, you know, you know, we 
all going to go one day. We ain't going to uh, be here We ain't thinking like that. We ain't thinking. Yeah, well, I'm not preaching about going right now. <laughs> no, we ain't we in no rush to go. No, I'm in the here no, now. I ain't preaching that, but that's, that's the reality. That's the reality. Well, yeah, yeah we, we all know we have a dash. You know, you got to live today. Yeah, you got you got to you, you have to live now. That's what I'm saying. You have to live right now and, and, and make mm. your peace with, you know, like you're saying, the sister was saying, keep keeping positive people around you, you know, and and being happy and trying to, uh, you know, help whoever you can. And that's that's what life is about. I mean, plant your seeds while you're here, you know. That's what I do. So. Okay. And, and anyway, I mean, embracing you know, the positiveness and letting go of the negativity and not speaking things into existence or into your life. Because what you put out there in the universe, right. I mean, you know, that becomes a part of who you are, you know? And some things are just really clear and obvious, but that's not where I want to dwell or think or speak, you know? I mean, I just try to avoid it like the plague. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because right now, all of us on this call, we're in a, we're in good mood right now because we know that uh, good things are about to happen. And so we're thinking about here and now and tomorrow and helping and saving people and saving ourselves along the way. Let me go back to uh, 290. 510-290, are you there? Come on, man. Come on, Negro. Where you at? Come on, man. Oh, man. You must have gone to sleep. All right. Let's let's go to when you wake up, man, say something. I'm gonna leave you unmuted. All right. Let's let's go to Lady Roz in LA. What's up with you? Well, hello, everyone. Sorry I'm late getting here. It's been crazy, crazy, crazy few months, but uh, I'm glad to be here. All right. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. What you got yeah. for us today? Well, um, sorry I didn't um, hone in on the, what the topic was. It sounds like positivity is going on around here, which is an awesome thing. Uh, we definitely need to have that going. Um, like uh, my sister was saying, we don't need any negativity. Uh, around us that's what bringing us down we want to stay definitely on a, a positive note uh bringing things forward and paying it forward um it's uh, been a, a a great ride for me um i think that's what i've been on these past few months uh uh with the beating shows and uh getting ready to do another show right now so it's been a, it's been a great ride for me you know so yeah. um yeah yeah it's good. Yeah. I feel the positive and, 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 you know, things going on with everyone. Oh, yes. That's, that's what we're advocating nowadays because we're getting ready to go into not only a physical change, but it's real spiritual change, a dimensional change here on this planet. And 90% and of the people here in this country do not know what time it is. And so therefore, even like when you read the, the scriptures and the things that have happened in scriptures, such as uh, the floods and Sodom and Gomorrah, and how can people get caught up in such things? And, you know, and when you're not tuned in to certain things, this is how you can fall victim into missing the boat or, or just getting stoned by fire and brimstone because 
you didn't heed the warning. And then your spirit is not right in the right place. Your faith is not in the right place. And I'm not talking about any particular region or religion or any particular God. That's up to you and, and whoever you deem you want to worship. But you still got to have your spirit and your mindset in the right place. And especially uh, when we're transitioning to another dimension of time to another level of higher understanding higher being and higher knowledge and uh greater wealth as well so let me go back to uh 290 are you there yet are you are you with us <laughs> right. i don't know what's up with that brother all right let's see adrian you got your hand up no i'm good okay lady Roz, another comment um let's see well let's see what's going on now uh with t25cl of course and always what we'd like to talk about what's going on with t25cl and you know with our moving and <coughs> tip that we've been on you know um trying to make things happen i believe with our film um I've been uh, talking to a few people, people about our uh, project that we're looking to do with the uh, Latin jazz and the taste of soul. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, wow. You, you know, I, I think that because I've been so busy um, with uh, my Motown shows, um, putting on our, our Broadway production, which was phenomenal at the Anaheim Hilton that we had. Um, yeah, it's been phenomenal. Uh, I've just been on a, you know, the entertainment, uh, entertainment vein, you know, um, mm -hmm. and so it's been uh, a great connections and you know things of that nature. Um, talking to Joe Baton, he's he's already he's set to go with, uh, you know, helping us with this. Ronnie Hudson, he's definitely uh, on board and helping us with uh, the the upcoming concert. So it on the on the entertainment vein, you know, it's been. Um, it's been a great ride and, and we're still going, still going forward. You know, um, the political realm is another thing. That's mm. a whole different show. Um, but I think um, as individuals, as people that we need to just uh, continue to, first of all, get out there and vote um, and then um, be aware of our surroundings. And like you said, it's a spiritual realm that we're walking into. Like you said, it's, it's not a, who your, you know, who your, what your religion is, or anything of that nature, spiritually, um, our mindset, where we're going within our mind, and what we're doing with our lives, and how we're affecting other people as well. So um, that's my two cents. <laughs> mm, all right. Matter of fact, getting back to that homeless issue, how does Victory Outreach Church deal with? Uh, the homeless issue and people that are out here on the streets, whether they have mental challenges or drug issues, uh, how does Victory Outreach deal with those issues? Victory Outreach was born. We were that was the main um, vein of Victory Outreach was we were to reach the what we call treasures out of darkness, going into the inner cities, reaching the, the drug addicts, prostitutes, gang members. Um, um, people just down and out, you know, who, who had no, no direction in life, no thought about, you know, where their life was going. And so as Victory Outreach, we opened up our recovery homes. We have um, 
um, over a thousand, maybe even more recovery homes worldwide. We have over 750 churches worldwide. I'm getting ready to go to South Africa in a couple of weeks. So, and that's for the South African conference. But it's reaching the people who are out there. We go to the cities. We do our evangelism. We take our evangelist, evangelist team out to the streets. We go to what we call treasures, uh, our twilight treasures, and those are the prostitutes on the streets. We go out there and we, we you know, um, um, testify to them. We witness to them. Um, for myself as a Christian, you know, we, we, we know it's the saving grace of God that changes our lives. And so we witness to them saying, you know, our lives don't have to, you don't have to live like this. A lot of people are down and out and some people are down and out because they have faced hard times, because they felt that there's no direction, because they feel that drugs and, and prostitution was the way of life. But, you know, we go out there because it, it's not. And Victory Outreach is made up of former prostitutes, former gang members, former drug addicts. That's why we can go out in the streets and tell them, because a lot of people don't want to listen to what you have to say unless you've been through what they've been going through. So mm -hmm. that's one thing that as Victory Outreach, why we have been so successful. So far as the homeless, we do bring people in uh, from the streets that are, are, if they're willing, number one, if they're willing to have their lives changed around and we bring them into the homes, they stay in the homes, a lot of people stay in the homes, some don't, they just come and think it's the three meals in a cot, is not. Um, and then, um, so far as those with mental issues, that's one thing that we cannot do. We cannot take people with mental issues, but we have access to facilities in which we can direct them. Um, so as Victory Outreach, that's been, that's been our number one success. And not only that, the whole families, you know. Yeah. And now that you're on that subject, because I put that in my talking points, so I want to go back to Gina. If you had resources at your disposal, enough resources to do, make a change. What type of a plan would you put together to eradicate people off of the street? What would be your approach to it if you had the resources to do it? Uh, if I had the resources, I, I have a foundation in mind anyway, and I, I don't need a lot of resources to get it started. Uh, mine would hit the prison system. You know, it's sitting in there and doing nothing but lifting weights and minimal education. Seems, seems like the only thing that's available to them is law. Training there, you know. Um, when they're released, some of them have no place to go. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to start. They've been locked up too long. They have to be acclimated into society. And it would be a foundation to start entrepreneurship. But what about the ones that are living in Learn. the tents and mentally ill and and on the drugs are the ones that are out here on the streets. That you, you know what? They, personally, personally, you know, I think about that every day that I ride by um, coming from San Francisco. When I used to come from San Francisco and look at all of that uh, under the freeway, those people are tied to people. They're tied to families. Go back to the family. Start with the family. Start the outreach with the family to help the family member because they're more trusting to the family member. Bring them back to the house. They don't have to come in. Put the tent outside on the, side, on the grass. Get their help there. Support the family to support them. How they're, come they're not doing that now? People ha 
because they're ignorant. I don't know. Sheesh. I'm not in um, um, the governor's office. Heck if I know what the hell Libby is doing. A lot of you know, besides, but, wait a minute, besides, besides trying to tear down the Coliseum and give more development for greed, I don't know. I'm surprised they're even fixing the potholes in Oakland. So don't get me going. But you know what? Take those people back to their houses. They belong to people. They have families. They're sitting out there like there's, they, they don't belong anywhere. I watch a guy every day, and I'm like, I know you have kids. I just look at him. He just sits there and types on a laptop that's not lit, okay? Where's the plug? Well, Take him see, back that's home. Somebody that's gone. And, and a lot of these people don't have families. Some of them are transplants, and, and especially oh, San oh, Francisco. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Wait, wait, Dre. They come here from other Dre, places. I do, wait a minute. You guys, I do have something to say. Um, I have been told this by a reliable source. Florida has a big ep- epidemic, but as of late, all of the pockets where they have been located, they've been moved. And people are down in Florida asking, where did they go? No one knows where they are. They're gone. I the heard they've been cleaned in Florida. Where are they? And it's also happening on the East Coast. Where are they taking them? Wow. Exactly. They've been cleaned up. Take them to those prisons for profit. You know, well, that's housing. Get them off the streets. Rehabilitate. Oh, but hey, well, what's your theory? Don't where are these people don't going? Find them. Where, hmm? where are they going? The people that disappeared. That they didn't that's the, that's the question. On the mothership? Or did they, they take them and kill them and bury them in a hole? What are they we doing? don't know. That's what Florida's asking. A lot of people in Florida are concerned, like, where is the homeless population? They don't see them anymore. They're, they're, being, they're being scooped up, and no one knows where they're going. I forgot to tell you that. I heard that from a reliable, force, re, 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 reliable source in Pensacola, Florida. Can't find them. People out looking for them can't find them. Hmm. Just disappearing. Uh. Well, did you guys know also in a lot of areas where these fires are have been burning in Northern California, Southern California, especially in Southern California around the Getty Museum, and then also at China Lake where the uh, military base is, um, did you know underground they're finding children in cages by the thousands? Wow. And with, and with these children, what? they have been joined by way of military and government people and scientists or whomever. They have been torturing these children, killing them. And then one thing they've been doing is putting them under extreme stress to extract the estrogen from their bodies. They take the estrogen and then they use it like a drug to get a high off of, a high that goes way beyond crank and crack and and all that other stuff it's some vicious vicious stuff i mean you notice it with these fires how come these fires are burning in the same locations how come they're burning around that getty museum and in the beverly hills area how come up here in in northern california it was underground i'll say let's just call it entities in that sound the paradise it burned up a whole town, but it was some bad people there. Paradise was one of the I most heard. racist places in the entire freaking country. And a whole 
town got burnt up. It was some nasty stuff going on in paradise. You didn't even want to, as a black person, it, it's probably uh, even maybe worse than Boston trying to go through that little town of um, paradise. So all of this stuff, you know, along with my opening soliloquy, the things I was talking about with the the GCR and all the things that's happening there, even with the implosion of Deutsche Bank and the impact of all that, all of this crap is tying together. And this is why I brought in the spiritual aspect of all this thing too. This is more than uh, people just getting rich and having a good time overnight, like if you won a lottery ticket. This planet has just been a, a habitation of devils and just wickedness. And for several, well, thousands of years, but in America over the past 400 years or so, that this evil aura has been on this planet for thousands of years. And now, whatever you believe in, whatever you call the creator, whatever name you call it by, there is a galactic element tied to all of this that's implementing a whole global change. But going through this change process means also the eradication of evil. Um, somebody said a minute ago that the people are disappearing in Florida and on the East Coast are disappearing. People have been disappearing off the streets since 1947, since Roswell, by the hundreds of thousands. And they've been taken away, just like you would take a, a frog or lizard or a pig or something and, and creating, um, ex using them for experiments and also for um, food purposes. And if you're in Georgia, if you go there where the Georgia Guidestones are there in Georgia, it is 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 embedded into the Guidestones that you know there's what about six billion people on the planet, and it says it in in writing that they're going to eliminate the population of planet Earth down to 500 million people, and they kind of um, shed light on this in that series where. Uh, when you had the uh, the black president Blair Underwood played the the president, they did about 24, 25 episodes on that, and they kind of highlighted it in that. They also talked about it in in the two films, the day the um, Earth stood still, on two levels, and even uh, Spielberg with uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind when they did an exchange for people. So yes. People disappearing is nothing new. And so whether they were killed and gotten off the streets or where they were removed to another location or if they were taken by other extraterrestrial means. All right, let's go back to let's let's let me see if my boy is is there two nine zero. Are you there, brother? 
510-290. I don't know what has happened to that cat. Maybe he got a call on the other line. Why don't you All text right. him? All right. Go ahead. Take over going for a minute. Uh, um, <clears throat> well, what's everybody else's take on the homeless? Oh, what's the solution? Hold on. Adrian's got to go. Actually, I think the system, another another solution, the system maybe needs to be changed. I don't tell people what they need to do, but should be changed or to make sure that that doesn't happen. That what doesn't happen? How? I don't know. Well, here, can I just say this? Mi- can I just say something really quick because I'm going to be getting off of the call because sure. I have an appointment. I think it's a really tough situation because the state of, depending on the drug that the person is using, I mean, people, you know, I I heard earlier you were saying, you know, bring them and put them in front of the house and let the family bring the family in and help them. Um, I have experienced situations like that myself. And those people that are in those type of situations, I mean, they could be dangerous. They can be detrimental to your um your financial situation i mean because they have an addiction and some of those people will do whatever they can they will kill they will steal they will you know whatever so i mean i i think it's safer for them to be away from the family but the family can be involved if they're interested in being involved (laughs) because you know some of them well, some I, of them may have just thrown up their hands at this point um, because it, it's, it's okay. A, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I'm just saying, you know, it, it's, it's a very challenging situation. I mean, there's not one solution. But there has to something has it, to be done. Yeah, uh, it is a challenging situation. I think. Yeah. I think. I think they is that. Let's let me just say some of them are more trusting of a family member than, say, a social worker on the street. And long as both parties are not in jeopardy, of course, I'm making a general statement, but it would have to be fine-tuned where no one would get their throats slit. Now, if you're hostile towards your family, but you're out in society, then me walking down the street and walking in Fido, I can get my throat slit by your family member. Then it's going to turn full cycle because then my family is going to sue your family, and then it's going to be a whole big brouhaha. So it's, it's a vicious cycle. Marvin Gay. Huh? Marvin Gay. Uh, uh, hello. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff right? that happens, you know. And that's the epidemic is so bad. I mean, you don't know what you're dealing with, you know. And exactly. It, you know, it has to be bigger than one individual who has a financial. I mean, they would really have to have some finances to create like some kind of an infrastructure from getting them into the process of even being willing to stop doing drugs and try to save themselves, you know, because if they can't even get them to that point, I mean, it's just a waste. All you can do is almost lock them up, especially if they're um, a detriment to themselves and a detriment to other people and the Mm. society. So I don't know. It's It's a choice that they have to make. It's a choice that that individual has to make. They, first of all, they need to be willing to change, and and I, I agree with um, Adrian because you you as a family you can talk to your purple in the face to that individual, but if they don't want to change, 
then you know you you've got to wash your hands love them from a distance because it's a tough love when you talk about drug addiction when you talk about gang members when you talk about alcoholism when you talk about prostitution when you talk about this being homeless, period because i found that there are people that are out there homeless who want to be homeless and that's sad right there Okay, they, well then maybe you should go to a homeless camp. So they so and so what happens is they they they're out there and and family members reach out to them and when you reach out to them, well of course you want to say, you know, um um we're here for you, you know, but if that individual themselves don't want to change, they want to stay out there, there's nothing you can do but love them from a distance. It's a tough love, you know. Um, well, also, not put all the, all the rest of us in jeopardy. Huh? But uh, do you, do you, how do you feel about a homeless encampment on the outside of the city environment? And just like how you have like Santa Rita Jail out there in, in Livermore. But what if you put something out by Interstate 5 and uh, where it's, they're not infringing upon anybody? So you're not when you go into work in downtown San Francisco, you're not stepping on needles and pipes and all this kind of crap. That you put people out away from the general away from the general population, and then you go through a a period there of cleaning them up. And uh, I don't see anything wrong with that solution. Yeah, I, I mean, I it beats me <clears throat> when I walk to San Francisco. I mean, I don't like walking over bodies. Drug yeah, addicts laying in the street. They don't. They don't show do. that part of of the financial district. Financial district is nasty. Yeah, it's and filthy. When you out having sitting outside having something to eat, and then somebody's coming up to you nasty as hell, funky, and asking for some money. Mm-hmm. It's a tired situation. Oh, let, let, me, let me go to two nine zero. Hold on a second. Two nine zero. Are you there? <clears throat> Excuse me. And he hung up and he called back and now still can't get him. All right. But still, with money, still going to be a problem because it could be a situation, too, with money. And then talking about homeless encampment, there's going to be people that's the tree hugger type people that's going to be standing up and uh, and saying that you're violating their civil liberties. And you can't. Um, you know what? If you don't even know you're on the planet because you're so high, your brain's zapped out. What civil liberty do you have besides just sitting in existence? You know, these are the okay. You know what? I shouldn't even said that, huh? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's that's the way it is. Like I said, I, I got two cousins right now that serve Jeez. no earthly good because their brains are gone. <laughs> they, they, you know, that's sad, man. That's sad. Yeah, and and my and their brother, my other cousin, he has to take care of them. And me and him are the same age. We old, and he's got to take care of two other grown, brain fried cats. And and I don't know what they would do without him. All right, well, everyone, I've got to go, but um, great show, Chief, and uh, I'll talk Here's to you later, sir. All right, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up um, today, too, because we got things to do because time is running short. And uh, let me see if Brother Roy's got a closing remark. Brother Roy, you got a closing remark for us today? 
hope you didn't die. I mean, no, the sisters were <clears throat> right on point. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, the sisters are all on point, man, and um, anyway, I'll be thinking about things. Uh, we just, like you say, I mean, you know, and keep keep trying to do what we can do, you know, and, and live as a but okay. uh yeah anyway baby man i'm gonna go i gotta i gotta get ready to get out of here myself y'all have a blessed day and sisters uh like hearing all of y'all again I am, all right well we're on every Saturday. hoping the families are doing well and i say to stay positive yeah all right man. okay all right well y'all take care man gonna wrap it up all right, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up for today, and we're gonna see what happens throughout the course of the day because I got um, things today to do today as well, some preparatory things. So, so um, everybody, um, have a super fantastic day and weekend. I think Monday is is a holiday, so um, to the first time. Yeah, so we. I gotta work. Give thanks to the veterans who have sacrificed their legs and limbs and lives for their service and going to the field of battle. Yep. I'm trying to be politically correct here. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So let's just wrap it up today. Everybody have a peace and blessed Saturday. And I know that I'll be talking to 290 in a few minutes. And, uh, I think he may have gotten hung up on another call, but uh, but we'll be talking in a few minutes because some things are happening on a very serious level. All right, so we'll we'll talk a little bit later. Let's just wrap it up today by saying Hotep and Assalamu alaikum. Peace out. Peace.